This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Rabotai, continuing on our series of Derech Apsak, the different foundations of Psak Halacha by Edut Hama'arav, the Sfaradim, which is uh, mainly we're talking about Morocco. But this is very similar as well to Tunisia, Algeria, and Turkey as well, which we would call the Sfaradim. This is going to be a little bit different than Eduta Mizrach, especially how Eduta Mizrach are posek nowadays. And this is going to be a very, um, very important shiur to understand how the psakim that are based according to Kabbalah, and when we say Kabbalah, we're going to see that that means many different things. It means the Zohar Kadosh, it means the Arizal, it means the Rebchaim Vital, it means Mikubalim that received from the Arizal that are not Rebchaim Vital, and then there's the later Mikubalim. And then we could discuss, and then we're going to discuss how each of these play regarding Chachmei Morocco. This could go on a long time. These, uh, this topic really has a lot to be said on. So, but I'm going to try to keep it pointed and, and very to the, to the point. What I, I'm not going to speak about, at least today, is the, is the, uh, the big machroket, whether we follow the Zohar Kadosh, there's a big discussion whether we follow the Zohar Kadosh, the Poskim. If the Gemara argues on the Zohar Kadosh, we follow the Gemara because the Gemara knew it, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai's opinion. We say probably knew and still was Machriya, not that way. Question is, when the Gemara doesn't talk about something and the Zohar Kadosh does, and there's a few important Bet Yosefs about this. One of the Bet Yosefs is in Orachaim, Siman Chafhei. Uh, where the Agur writes and asks a question, how do we argue on the Zohar? And we do two brachot on Tefidin. And the Bet Yosef says, Eni yodea, lama tama alze, yoter mi kama dinim, shikatav Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai besefer ha-Zohar, hefech maskanet de Talmuda, ve'en poskim, ela maskanet Talmuda. Ve'ta'ama, mishum da'afilu, ima yu yodim divir Rashbi, this is what we mentioned, that the Bet Yosef says, when the Gemara argues on Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, we don't follow Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, because the Gemara knew that, and still wasn't posed that way. Nevertheless, the Bet Yosef in Siman Kufmem Aleph has a long arichut, whether somebody who goes up to the Torah reads quietly with the Shariq Tzibur, and he brings from the Zohar Kadosh that you shouldn't read at all. And then the Bet Yosef adds the following words. That means that even though the Poskim say to read out, to read together with the Shaz, but Zohar doesn't say that. So therefore the Bet Yosef really seems to say that we re- we follow the Zohar even bimkoma Poskim. The Radbaz argues and there, there's Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Yoshua Maman in Emek Yoshua Chelek Bet, 
Rabbi Shalom Misas in several, several places, Chelek Aleph in Esiman Yud Aleph of of Shemeshum again discusses this, and 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 really, there's strong reasoning to say that we do we are posek like the Zohar Kadosh, even though some say not that way, but but there's a there's there, there's strong there's strong reasoning to say we are posek like the Zohar Kadosh. Just one more thing in this regard. Um, the Shiari Knesset Agdullah, brought down in Mishtabura, Simen Chafei, writes that we follow like the Poskim. Uh, uh, the Emek Yoshua say, no, we follow like the Zohar. Ravavadi Yosef says we're Posek like the Poskim. And Rabbi Shalom Mishas also says we go like the Puskim. So that's a separate diyun. And that will have ramifications to it. The question more at hand that I wanted to focus on is to what degree do minhagim of Kabbalah play a role in being posek halacha according to Chachme Morocco? And when I printed... Magen uh, Avot Even Ezer in um, or actually it was even Yoridea in the year 2010 I believe so I wrote I wrote a piece about this topic about how much Kabbalah plays a role and I I brought a few places where we see that we didn't follow uh, Kabbalah different than Eduta Mizrach for example, Birkat Me'en Sheva on Lel Pesach, when it falls out on Shabbat, Maran says not to say it. Nevertheless, uh, the Minhag in Yerushalayim is to say it like the Be- uh, Minhag Bet El. We don't wear Talit and Tfilin on Tisha B'Av Day. The Minhag in Yerushalayim is like the Minhag Mikubalim of Bet El, that they wear Tfilin. On Yamim Noraim, we say the tefillah of Yamim Noraim out loud. What I mean by that is that there's one person in the kahal that says out loud, not very loud, but in a in a loud in a voice that could be heard. The Shmona Esre. This I remember growing up in Montreal. There'd always be one person who would would say the the the, the tefillah. And this is the opinion of Maran in Simantav Kufpebet. Because people are not used to the tefillah. Eduta Mizrach, don't do that because they're choshesh el pikabalah, that tefillah should not be said out loud. Nowadays, most b'nei Torah also don't follow this minhag either. It, it takes away the concentration, but that was definitely the minhag. There's also a very important, very, um, very indicative halacha that Maran says not to say the bracha hanoten layef koach in the morning b'shemu malchut. That's what Maran writes because it wasn't a bracha that was nitkana bagmara. Rabbi Shalom Misas writes, he remembers this is the minag of Meknes. Not to say the bracha, anoten levkoach b'shemu malchut. Say baruch, anoten levkoach. Understandably, most people, even by edut, edut ma'arav, do the bracha, anoten levkoach b'shemu malchut. And so too is written, um, it, it seems to be, because it's, written in the works of the Arizal, that this bracha should be said. So, from these, uh, from these halachot, 
and and a few more. I I suggested that the minhag in Morocco was much less based alpi kabana more than other edot like eduta mizrach. Then about a year ago, Gaona Rav Yosef Peretz from Panama. Uh, wrote to me the following letter. And he pointed out an important, an important nikuda that needs to be pondered on. He says, when we talk about Kabbalah, there are many different levels of Kabbalah. There's the Kabbalah before the Arizal. There's the Zohar Kadosh, of course. There's before the Arizal, which was the Ra'avad, Ravitzchak Sagin Nahor, the Ramban and other Mikubalim. And there's the Zohar Kadosh. And then, I'm sorry, I mentioned the Zohar Kadosh. Then there's the Arizal. Now there's the Arizal of Rav Chaim Vital. And there's also the Arizal based on other students, like the Matzat Shimurim and other students that went at the path of the Arizal, but not the Rav Chaim Vital. And it's known that that Rav Chaim Vital was the Ikar Masoret of the of the uh, of the of the Arizal. Then you have Mikubalim that came afterwards, like uh, the Maramiri Kanati, Rabbeinu Bachaye. Well, he was even before the Ma'arochot Elokim, and uh, there was the Hechal Kodesh, the Maram Elbaz, that didn't even see the Arizal. That didn't, you guys hear me? You guys hear me? Yeah, he didn't even see the Arizal. He didn't even see the Arizal. So, and then there, there's later Mikubalim. There's the Rashash. There, there's, uh, there's the Rashash. And there's, throughout the generations, there was, uh, there was, there was other Mikubalim as well. So, it's very hard to know when we talk about Mikubalim. So, who are we talking about? So here, and he proves that a lot of the examples that I gave, we're not talking about the Arizal. And that's a very important point that he brought up. And and I agree fully with this point, which is, which is, there's an important, there's an important discussion to have to clear all misconceptions. Was the Torah of the Arizal, especially in the pathway of Rav Chaim Vital, was that the accepted, was that accepted in Morocco? So, I remember once I was, I was learning with Rabbi Avram Amar, Zecher Tzadik Livracha. He, his father was a great Posek of Meknes, he was the Rosh Hashiva of Or Baruch, a great Talmud Chacham, and he showed me the area manuscript of Kabbalah, and it had a lot of it had a lot of very um, seemed to be a very reputable manuscript of Kabbalah, and I asked him why doesn't he print it. He said he showed it to Rav Yaakov Hillel, who was his mechutan. Uh, children married each other. Rav Yaakov Hillel said they can't really print it because it doesn't go with the common way that Kabbalah is learnt nowadays. So what does that mean? I don't remember if it meant that it was not based on the Arizal, which Bechlal is not learned today. Or not even based on the Rashash, which is also not so popular today. I don't remember. But in Morocco, it was clear that there was a lot of Kabbalah 
before the Arizal. Like I mentioned to you, the Echala Kodesh of Maram Elbaz, which I'll just mention to you. I think I mentioned this beforehand. The Maram Elbaz, he wrote a sefer, Echala Kodesh. The Mishtabura brings him down. He was from Tarudant. The Mishtabura brings him down in Siman Gimel in regards to washing the Tilat Yadayim when somebody goes out of the bathroom, washing with a kli. He is the Makor to say that we wash with a kli. And the Magan Avram brings in, Mishtabura brings it, and he's not so clear with it. But many Ashkenazim are Choshesh, and they do Netilat Yadayim with a kli. The Moroccan Minhag is not to be careful to do Netilat Yadayim when you go outside of the bathroom with a kli. Rabbi Shalom Misas writes this, as well as most Chachmei Eduta Mizrach as well. Or Ben Sir Mutsafi brings all the Chachmei Eduta Mizrach weren't makpid with the Kli. So it comes out that the Ashkenazim are Choshesh for the Hechala Kodesh, one of Chachmei Morocco, brought down in the Mishtabura Magin Avram. And the Moroccans are not Choshesh for that. Irony, but that's how it goes in there. So there was Kabbalah that he was not based Alpi the Arizal. But once the Arizal hit... It came at the end, let's say, of the 1600s. Then, uh, at the at the, at the at the end of the 1500s, I would say, the beginning of the 1600s. Then there's indications that Chachmei Morocco adopted the Arizal categorically as the Mara de Atra in Kabbalah without a suffix. There was a Chevrat Mikubalim in Marrakesh, a very important Chevrat Mikubalim. If you ever visit, you'll see that in the middle of the cemetery, they're buried there altogether. One of them, his name was Rabbi Shlomo Amar. Another was called Rabbi Avram Azulai, not the Chesed Le Avram, that's buried in Hebron, the great-grandfather of the Chida. This is Rabbi Avram Azulai from Marrakesh. There was Rabbi Avram ben Musa, which we were zochet to put out his writings on Masechet Yoma. There's a very fundamental sefer called Shitak Taviyad on Masechet Yoma that all the yeshivas learn based on Rabbi Avram ben Musa. Rabbi Avram ben Musa, Eventually escaped from Morocco to to uh, uh, to Tunisia. He's buried there. It's a whole story. He's buried where the, there's a car rental place in Tunis. It's where his kever is. And uh, not long ago, we tried to contact the owner to make sure that that uh, that his kever remains untouched. Very very holy Jew. He has many mini harot on the etz etz chaim and on the zohar kadosh. And it's definitely the halacha that was. That, that, that went according to the Arizal and the Etz Chaim. Rav Yaakov Ibn Sur has Hagaot on the, on the Etz Chaim. The, um, the, the Rav Yaakov Maraji, who was a, um, was also, he was the Rav of Rav Ram Ben Musa, wrote many, many, many Svarim on the Zohar Kadosh and also heavily influenced uh, based on the Arizal. These are all Svarim that are common Kabbalah that was based According to the works of the Arizal, so it's clear that once the once the the Torah of the Arizal came to Morocco, that became the that that became the norm. I'll just bring you a few more proofs. There was one Rav called Rav Elisha Ashkenazi. Rav Elisha Ashkenazi was the father of Natan HaAzati, the prophet that that publicized Shabtai Tzvi. Natan HaAzati. Very big controversy. He's the one who wrote the Sefer Chemdat Yamim. Maybe we'll speak about that another time. But of Elisha Ashkenazi, some, some claim that he is the one that brought the Torah of the Arizal to Morocco. He, uh, he came, he was actually the Rav of 
he was actually the Rav of the Orachaim HaKadosh's grandfather, who was the Moroverabu of the Orachaim HaKadosh. Rav Elisha Ashkenazi, he was a Shadar, that means he was a Shaliach from Eretz Yisrael. There was the Sefer Ma'arot Sdeah Machpela from Rabbi Moshe Ibn Sur from Migurashi Castilia, which is a Kitsur of Kidve Arizal. There was Rabbi Tzak Tzaba, who writes in Kavanot of the Arizal. There's Rabbi Akov Pinto, who was also one of the great Chachamim uh, of Marrakesh. And I, I didn't actually uh, um, bring out the point that these Chachamim Marrakesh, Rabbi Avram Azulai, Rabbi Akov Pinto, Rabbi Avram Ben Musa, uh, and, uh, and there's, uh, and, and Rabbi Shlomo Amad, they were all contributors to the Sefer Mikdash Melech Al Zohar. I remember when I visited Rabbi Chaim Pinchas Scheinberg once, he had the Mikdash Melech on his table. It's a very commonly used Sefer on the Zohar Kadosh, and it's also heavily influenced by the, by the, by the works of the Arizal. So you have, you have Rabbi, and later generations, the Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatzera doesn't move without the works of the, of the, of Rav Chaim Vital. Rabbi Rafael Moshe Elbaz from Sufru, as many Sfarim, Arba Shufrim, Eden, Mikedem, all of these are based on Rav Chaim Vital. So here you have it, that Chachmei Morocco not only adopted the Arizal, they were very, very involved, wrote a lot on it, and it was, it was something that was very common. If that's the case, it begs the question, why don't we hear more hagdamot, more halachot that were based on the Arizal than we should? I mentioned to you a list of things that don't go according to Kabbalah. And I'll just give you a few examples that we don't go according to Mikubalim that were like the Arizal. Baruch She'amar. Baruch She'amar. We have a common nusach that we say nowadays which is Paz, Rosho Ketem Paz, Paz Tivot, 87 words to it, which is the common Baruch Shemar that we have. But in Morocco, they had the longer Nusach of Baruch Shemar. I know some synagogues still today, they do the longer Nusach of Baruch Shemar. Neged the Arizal, in Sharaka Vanuti writes not to do that. Another example, in Tvilat Musaf, we do, the Nusach, the common Nusach nowadays is Tikanta Shabbat, correct? What? Yes. We're good. You hear me? Did you hear about Baruch She'amar? Did you hear the example of Baruch She'amar? So in Baruch, by Baruch She'amar, I'll just repeat that, we, we have a common nusach of the Paz Tivot, which is 
the 87 words. But then that's based on the Arizal. But the original Moroccan Minag was to do the long Baruch She'amar, which some synagogues do till today. Furthermore, it's Filat Musaf of Shabbat. It's, we do the Nusach Tikanta Shabbat, which is the Arizal. But the old Moroccan custom, based on the Shara Kavanot, is, 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 I'm sorry, not based on the Shara Kavanot, is Lemoshe Tzivita. Birkat Anuten Layev Koach. Many places in Morocco said it without Shemu Malchut, which was negative the Arizal. How they set up the Lulav. Many places in Morocco didn't do like the Arizal. They set up the Lulav like the Shulchan Aruch, which is three Adasan on one side, two on another side. Um, why is it then? If the Arizal was so strong in Morocco, why wasn't it that in these examples that I mentioned, and there are others, that they didn't follow the Arizal? So here, I wanted... I want to present to you an approach that I think was the approach of, in general, of Chachmim Morocco. And this is based on the Mikubalim themselves. First of all, Shara Kavanot writes in the Hagot of Rav Shmuel Vital that even though Rav Chaim Vital wrote that you shouldn't say the Pizmonim that the Rabbane Acharonim were mitaken. Nevertheless, when he was Shaliyah Tzibur on the Kahal on Yamim Noraim, he would do all the Viduyim that are written because Minagam Shel Israel Torah. That means even though the Arizal held one thing, he didn't, for the Tzibur, he did something different. One of the great Rabbanim of Yeshivat Bet El, Yisrael Yaakov Al-Ghazi, writes, in a sefer shalmet sibur, davzayin amudbet, harbe meod sarich nisrael, kol ish nisrael. A person is very careful. Kol amityaher nofel begehinam. He says sarich liot sanua bechol any yohara is a terrible thing. Yohara is being more presumptuous in public than you should. Sarich. Not to show off in front of those who are makel like the Gemara and like the Puskim. The person wants to do it like the Arizal privately. That he's showing that he's doing opposite from the Shasu Poskim. And especially according to what the Radbaz writes, that if you have a machloket, Kabbalah and Gemara, you go according to the Gemara. And if it's not in the Gemara, you go according to Kabbalah. You have to be very careful. And therefore he ends off, he says, be very careful, even the Rav Chaim Vital himself would not do things different from the, like the Arizal in public. So here you have it. You have explicitly a, a, uh, a dude from Chachme uh, Mikubalim that you have to be very careful if you're going to be knowing like the Arizal not to do it in public. On the other hand, the poskim keep on being done whether the Zohar is Cholek on the on the on the on the on the, on the poskim, we follow the zohar. What do you mean? We just said that you shouldn't do the zohar in public. 
that's a big question. So I found in Shedotu Chivot Vayashiva Yam Rav Yaakov Hillel and Chelik Alev Siman Chet and Chelik Gimel Od Bet writes a an important chiluk in this regard, and I think this is a very true chiluk. Says there are two different types of of halachot. There's one that you have a machloket whether to put on tefillah nacholah moed or not, or how to put the direction of your bed, or whether chiyuv yibum to chiyuv chalitza, and that is that the mikubalim themselves are telling you what's the halacha. They're coming to tell you what's pshat in the halacha or hachraa. It's it's putting in its uh, its its opinion. Here, when you have a machloket between the kabbalah and the halacha. It is very logical to say that we should follow Alpi Kabbalah. Some say no, you follow people uh, scheme. But when we follow the Kabbalah, we're not following it as an extra Khumra. We're saying this is the halakha, there's a machloket, and Kabbalah is saying the Paskin this way. That everyone does. That everyone understands. That's why everyone nowadays doesn't work filin on Khola Moed. Zohar says no, the halakha is not to put filin on Khola Moed. However, there are other things that are Midata Hasidut that are going against the Gemara. The Gemara tells you not to wear tefillin on, on, on Tisha B'Av. Or the Gemara tells, or, or, and, and Chachmeh Mikubalim wanna be Machmir. Then already you're gonna have more of an issue. Cause then you wanna be Machmir more than what's written. Then you have to be careful that this doesn't enter in Yohara. For example, tefillin de Rabbeinu Tam. In Morocco, nobody ever wore tefillin de Rabbeinu Tam in public. It was a chutzpah she'en kamo. Well, who do you think you are wearing tefillin the Rabbeinu Tam? Where you are going to be more machmir than everyone else. I personally wear tefillin the Rabbeinu Tam. Why? I asked this question to Rabbi Yashif. And I asked, I told him that our custom is not to wear tefillin the Rabbeinu Tam. But it was because of Yohara. Because it was presumptuous. But now every single Balchuba that gets married... Who doesn't, who, who, in the street, they, they don't know Ben Yamina Musmolam. They wear tefillin the Rabbeinu Tam. Shulchan Aruch says, Tov So what should I do? He says, no, nowadays you should wear. Because the, the Indian of Yohara got weakened in this regard. So I started wearing. I'm not saying others argue. Others will say no. Our Minag was, Rabbi Shalom Isas, till his last days. Never wore tefillin the Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbi Baruch Toledano was a big Hasid. He, he would wear them in private. In public, no way. There was a hanhaga in Morocco, never to do things according to Kabbalah in public, because they were very careful on this inyan of Yohara, which nowadays basically went out the window. People are machmir on things that they don't have the right to be machmir. To be machmir, you have to be on a certain level. You don't have the right to be machmir. And now that became the style, we'll call it. The shelotu chuvot hareim. Which was almost a Rishon, right? Rebellion Mizrahi. He writes in Chelek Alef. He says, "En anu yochlim leachriach ha'am bedavar meadvarim aromzim la'elyonim." You can't force the public to do things that are uh, that are ba'elyonim. The the Rav Chemdata Yamim, which was based on Kabbalah, all the, the whole Sefer, he writes in 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 in, in Shabbat Perek Yud Chet about learning Mikra Balayla. Listen to this, Chemdata Yamim. He says, "Mi she'eno baki ela b'mikra." Somebody who doesn't know how to learn Gemara, are you going to tell him that he shouldn't learn Mikra Balayla? He's going to be mevatel Torah mikol kol. 
ובדבר הזה שגו רבים מתופסי התורה, שלא ידעו לקלקל המשפט בדברי הרב. They don't know how to balance דברי הריזל. They think that, oh, the Arizal says it, so even for the Pshutei Ha'am it's okay. The Arizal is not for every single Tom, Dick, and Harry. And this is what the Shalmei Tzibor wrote as well, as I mentioned to you, that and a person wants to do the Arizal, he's a Chacham, he's a Chassid, he does it Beno Lebben Atzvo. This was the approach of Chachme Morocco, that they fully held of the Arizal. And of Mar, Mar, Rav Chaim Vital. But they didn't force it on the public at all. Whereas in Eduta Mizrach, it became much more accepted to force the Hanagot of Kabbalah in public. Look at the Sefer Ben Ishchai. Look at the, the, the Minhage Bet El. Now we'll get to, now there's, Bet El was a yeshiva in Yerushalayim. Because of Minhage Bet El, people were filling on, on, on Tisha B'Av. Neged the minhag. I used to pray on Tisha B'Av with Rabbi Shalom Misas. I remember on, at night, he would say, nobody come with tefillin next day. Anybody come with tefillin, don't come here. Don't bring your tefillin. Go somewhere else. And the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the there's other inyanim that are mushpa al-pi kabbalah that are not from Rav Chaim Vital. They're from Hasid Betel or they're from the Rashash. Here in Morocco, they, it wasn't a Mechayev as much. Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chatseret's known in a few places, he didn't follow the Rashash. As a matter of fact, the Rashash once came to Rabbi Mesod Abu Chatsera, Babasali's father, Rabbi Yaakov's son in a dream and said, why doesn't your father follow my Anagot? And apparently Rabbi Yaakov said, we, we don't follow in this in this area. How to hold a cup of Kiddush, Rabbi Yaakov, out of way, not like the Rashash. You have to hold the plate, Rabbi Yaakov held. There's, there's a few areas where he didn't follow the Masoret, the Masoret of the Rashash. Of course, they, they could have learned the Rashash. But in Eduta Mizrach, especially in Yerushalayim, it became the only way. And, and it became like either this way or no way. And that's what's more commonly learned nowadays. The saying by Chachmeh Morocco, there's no doubt that the Arizal and Rav Chaim Vital was the path of Psak. There's no doubt. But the later Mekubalim, it depended case by case basis. They weren't as Meshubad to the later Mekubalim, definitely not of Bith El and definitely not of the Rashash as much as, as others. Which is why you're going to find a discrepancy. And going back to the examples that we said beforehand uh, about, about Tisha B'Av. And about, um, uh, uh, what other examples did we give? About Sheva Brachot. We don't say, we don't, I'm sorry, Me'en Sheva on Lel Pesach. That was Minag Betel to say it. We went, we didn't go that way. Um, now, on the other hand, not saying Shmonai Sebikol Ram, that was mostly because of the, of the, of the Hamonam. So each one of these cases has to be, uh, has to be examined on its on its own. A lot in other words, men sheva bebetachatanim, we also we didn't do it. But that's not coming because not like the Arizal. From the Rashash people started saying Me'en Sheva in Birkat Khatanim. This happened a lot during Corona. Do we say Me'en Sheva in parking lots? So according to the Rashash you would say it. But according to the Maran, we don't say it. And that's our minhag till today. 
All of these are cases where we weren't mishubad to uh, we weren't mishubad to the, the the Kabbalah the same way that we find uh, in in Hasidic Bet El. So I think I'm going to uh, I, I think we, we mentioned a lot of stuff. I'd like everyone to absorb it. But basically, the point being is that the 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 Kabbalah by Chachmim Morocco was rock solid, based on the Arizal and Rav Chaim Vital. But it was not something that was forced upon the Tzibur. And then there's another category of Chachmei Kabbalah throughout the generations that it depended case by case. Morocco didn't go with Hasid Betel and Divrei Arashash like other Edot. Of course, it held sometimes that way, but like other Edot, as a general rule, it didn't. And when there's a machroket between the Zohar and the and, and the Poskim, we're going to have some Poskim say one way, some Poskim say another. I don't think that has to do specifically with Chachmei Morocco, but it definitely has a, it's definitely an important piece to it that sometimes the Zohar is going to be machriya and even the Hamunam is going to keep because the Zohar is coming to be machriya what the Halakha would be in such cases. Okay? Uh, I think we covered this topic. Uh, and uh, we should speak another time about the Chimdat Yamim because the, in Morocco they had a great Ashba on the Chimdat Yamim. But that'll be another time. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.